Welcome to another episode of B6 Beaches. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, wow. We've got extra voices here today. <laughs> we have two favorites, we think. Well, they're we favorites think. to us, so Yay. I assume they're yours, too. Introduce yourselves. Reintroduce yourselves. Hi. I'm Sarah. Um, I'm your favorite Ravenpuff. And I come in my Ravenclaw sweater and my golden snitch earrings I added today to the, to the new costume. Nice. Okay. And what episodes have you been on? Because both oh, of God. these people have been on multiple, multiple episodes. I was not prepared to. <laughs> I know. What episodes I've For been both on. of you, especially because the last, the last episode was maybe six months ago, and it was. Was um, it? I thought it was the two hundredth episode. Oh yeah, also that <laughs> I was part of the two hundredth episode party. Lucky I know, well. You were invited. I was at the show. I know. Get her, Jade. But, um, yeah, so I lied. I was on the 200th episode, and then before that was a couple months prior, I was somewhere. You did the Snape episode. I did the Snape episode about toilets and shit or something like that. Yeah, something was like the top. The Snape episode was about toilets and shit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we, we said shit a lot. Other memorable episodes included a lot of dick jokes. That's all the of them. standard. Yeah. I don't know. You find Sarah on many episodes. Yes. Um, I actually was just re-listening on the way over here today to our bonus puffs episode from way back when, right after you guys finished oh, yes. the first book. Oh, yeah. I didn't get all the way through it, but I ended like partway through like my interview and it made me laugh because the beginning is is like me saying like something about why is this so big? <laughs> I was talking about the microphone and <laughs> making all the jokes about the dim of the microphone. So you're welcome. And that was my first appearance on the podcast too. Oh, Ooh, and I'm wearing my la la socks from when I played Leanne. Oh yes, 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 yes. For those who aren't Patreons, they wouldn't know. Because she's a French. She's she the French one. She, she, she's a French. Brian, please. Well, now we only have one special guest. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? Hello, I'm Brian, your favorite puff, who's been on many a time. My first episode, uh, I don't remember what chapter it was. It was book three. I remember the episode title was Daddy Stag. Yes, oh, that daddies. was my first time on. I don't. Yes. I think it was. It was somewhere towards the end of year three. Was that also? Because it was. It was whatever chapter has his the, the Patronus. Patronus. Yeah. The stag. yeah. So the beat that snitch with the bad episode. No, no. That, was, that was a later time because that, that was one, that was drunk Brian. No, 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 that wasn't drunk Brian. I think that was drunk Tara. But that was, I was not planning on being on that episode. That's right. That was a last minute invitation where you guys just happened to be oh, recording. I don't remember that. We were recording at Steve's. We're like, Brian, come over. Yeah. Cause oh, I, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I may have been like, what are, you, like what are you up to? Do you want to hang out? And you were like, well, we're recording if you want to come join yeah. us. And I was like, okay. You know what um, episode I remember as the Drunk Tara one? The Aragog chapter, because that's where Big Old Spider Puss comes from. And when we get later in that chapter, I mean, she turns into the four angles. <laughs> So, anyways, it has been a very long time since I've been on. I don't remember what chapter it was, somewhere in book six, but it was about this time a year ago. Yeah, Um, exactly. Because Tara was newly in her apartment, and we we, had her little, like, projector set up for us to watch the movie. You know what this was? (laughs) This was the one where we find out that when Voldemort put the curse on the data professor, mm-hmm. because in my thing, I said yes. the thing about like turnover, employee turnover, and the way that Brian read it was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember just that. Kiss. Yeah, oh. it was one of the, the pensive 
chapters. Yeah. And I'm back now. For the record, we did invite him for the 200th episode, but he decided not to come. Here's the thing. So. I was in a show that night, and I'm, I'm mad because I realized out. I actually <laughs> I could have come. Because you guys apparently didn't start until pretty late, and my show was short. It yeah, was like an hour and a half. So I was out by 9.30, and it sounds like you guys didn't even start until 9. So I absolutely could have just been late. But I didn't have anyone to watch my dog. So I just wanted to be a part of it. Is. Okay. We are well, guess what? There's more shit coming. And today we have a special episode. Hi! We're wizards! Before we let that crazy train just barrel forward, because we don't take a breath for a while, let's acknowledge our lovely patrons of Ashley, Brian, Brittany, Jen, Mary Beth, Megan, Nisi, Nicole, Olivia, and hopefully you guys. Please join us at patreon.com slash basic snitches. $5 or $10 are our two different tiers. For all patrons, our exclusive this week is a sort of new game. Once again, Tara and I are taking inspiration from a lot of different hot takes out there in the lovely pop culture of this particular fandom. And it ends up being a really good conversation. So come and join us over at Patreon. Guys, we're going to talk about pops! Third or nothing! Third or, third third or, or nothing. nothing! So, do you guys know what puffs is? <laughs> Are we going to wait for them to reply before we continue? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We probably should. <laughs> do you know what puffs is? <laughs> That's right! <laughs> Say it with me! Grapadora! Which I think means sandal in Spanish. <laughs> Thanks, Dora. Puffs is a show that originally we, all four of us, were in. And then they did it again, and I wasn't in it because I don't do that anymore. And we did have a Puffs episode the first time we did it, but now we're back with two of our, our favorite Puffs. And, of course, the main Puff. Which is the Brian. main puff. Main yes. puff. So the main what puff. you didn't know is puff, 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 puff. Yes. yes. For the record, Puffs was originally an off-Broadway show written yes. by Matt Cox. <laughs> we should yes. probably describe that. that. Yes, we did not originate yeah. Puffs. We were, we were the Ohio premiere. We were the Ohio premiere. And now I think I read it's one of the most produced plays in the nation. Which we knew yeah. was yeah. going to happen. It's, yeah, my, my boss went and saw her niece in a production of it last night, and yeah. it was her niece's first time ever doing theater. Oh. And she said that she was the star of the show. She played Sally. Uh, Sally is amazing. And so. she said that she was the best one in the show. <clears throat> I saw Puffs in 2016 off-Broadway, and then it moved to a different theater, and I saw it there. After I saw it the first time, I texted Brian, and I was like, I just saw a show that you need to be in. And then... Mm-hmm. The rest is history. When they filmed it and they released mm-hmm. it in theaters uh, very briefly, I went and saw it and I immediately said, my God, I need yeah. to be mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah, and a bunch of us went together yeah. to Fathom Events. Well, I saw, uh, yeah, we went to Fathom Events first. And then That's a good afterwards one. we went out to E and we were like, guys, when the rights become available, we need to do this show. And right. we talked about it. I mean, we- and then when when did we go? We saw Cursed Child in New York. 2019. 2019, that's when I saw it. And then, and then soon after that. It closed soon after that because we August did 16th it. is when we saw it. We saw it again. Mm-hmm. You right. had seen it in June. Like two months yeah. later. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we saw, I think, what, it was the third to last performance? Something like that. On yeah. Broadway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, because we were in rehearsals for right. the first time that we were doing it. 
and so we got nice. the news that the show was closing, and I was like, I haven't seen this. I need to see this before it closes. And I was like, guys, who wants to do a road trip? <laughs> yeah, so we did it. We were in the second row center. Like, I we so close. still to this date don't think I have ever had a moment that has topped that moment no, of me not. being so that excited. That entire night was just such like, a literally magical experience. Like, I could barely even process before the show started. Yeah. I was so flipping excited. Not only were we that close, and the show was amazing, and you could just kind of feel that they were really putting their all into it with yeah. the final performance coming up. And then after the show, we got to meet almost all the entire yeah. yeah, 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 cast yeah. uh, at the stage door. It. And it was great because, thank God Tara was with us and knew where the stage door for this theater Absolutely. was. Absolutely. Because Adam, well, well, we because too. Adam, Adam's actually the reason why we knew where the stage door was. Okay. Oh, well, well you're you, welcome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we I got to meet that. the cast. We were like, we got to tell them all about our performance and mm-hmm. they were so excited to hear about it. Yeah. And they were just the nicest They were so Absolutely. Yeah, like getting to meet Andy Miller, who originally originated the role of Leanne, which is the role that I played twice. She was the actress who was in that show, but she's also originated the role and was essentially the person who the role was written mm-hmm. for. Yeah. And like getting to talk to her about the role and then like how I was playing it and how she saw the role, like we had like a couple minute conversation that was like, ugh, yeah. Yes. When I saw so it, special. it was actually when I just watched it, I saw his name, I can't even remember what his name is, but the Jay Finch actor was not who I saw it, the original mm. Jay Finch. What's his name? Nick. Yeah, Nick Carrillo. Yeah, it was his name's like AJ or something like that, I think. But still, it was incredible just to see all these folks, and it was part mm-hmm. of the cast. You know, Andy yeah. Miller was there. What's that name of the actor who plays Wayne? Zach Moon. Zach Moon yeah. was he there? He did the full run. Yeah. I yeah, thought he, so he too. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah. the full run. Andy, Andy did the full run. Madeline. Madeline did the full mm-hmm. run. Yeah, and Stephen. And Stephen. And, and yeah. Stephen, who's yeah. Ernie. Who's those four? Yes. Also, so. I was randomly so excited that my hair color was almost the exact same shade as Andy's at the time. And I was <laughs> like, our really hair was. even matches! Oh like, gosh. it was the cutest thing. So let's actually <laughs> talk about, like, what Puffs is about. Because yes. we said what it is. What we're going to do is we're going to give you a kind of, like, how we do our thing. But we're going to do a little recap of how the show goes. We're all going to do it together. I want to Sarah start, and you're oh going to say, now, please give a mind, like, to pass. So, like, start Especially telling us what you, happens, Sarah. and then pass it to the next person. We'll just go in a circle till we get through it. And we're going to do a timer of oh. three minutes. <gasps> yes, we Fuck. Do three minutes or less. Fuck. Three-ish minutes? Now you made all of us terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Do we have to, maybe we should bump it up to five. Five minutes. Three minutes? Tell an entire almost two-hour show? 90-ish minutes? <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. Would... The seven years into 90-ish minutes into the... I years. can't be concise about anything, guys. Shocking. Are okay. you ready? Oh, I five think you said can. <laughs> no. So five minutes. Tell our you listeners how the show goes and pass it on right. as you need to. Ready? Go. Heroes. Made. Not born. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we meet Wayne. Wayne is a puff. He lives in Arizona or something with his uncle. And Yeehaw! Yes. New Mexico. Whatever. Right. Guys, we have time limit. So stop interrupting me. Okay. So that he's like, you're a wizard, Wayne. And they whisk him off to school. And then there's Sarah's serving ceremony. And there's the Goyle, who's in the Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Snakes. 
one of them is a brave and one of them is smart and then it's almost time for Wayne, but uh-uh, because Harry Potter's behind him and now it's Harry's turn. Oh, there's one left and pass. Yeah, so then um, we learned that the puffs, no one likes them, everyone boos them as Wayne, be Wayne is put into puffs and then we meet all of the puffs in Wayne's year, pass. So all of the puffs introduce themselves uh, and then at the end we meet Megan, who uh, everyone was afraid of because her family has a history with uh, the bad guys, so everyone thinks that she's a bad guy, and honestly, she wishes that she was a bad guy. She is very mad that she is part of the Puffs, um, so she doesn't want anything to do with it. Wayne and Oliver instantly become best friends because they realize that they have a lot in common and they both have, are very new to all of this. Yep. Pass. We go to class, we learn about plants, and we learn that Puffs are not a threat. Please be our friend. When, when we encounter the trolls, we have emergency formations, and it's great fun. Pass. Yep. Pass. 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 Okay. Pass. So it's Halloween, and there's a troll in the dungeon. They go to find, make sure that fucking Megan isn't taking any more points, and they find a weird mirror, and they see things in the mirror, and pass. That night, there are all these friendships made, and it's wonderful fun. And then at the end of the, at the end of the year, the uh, puffs think they're, they finally got their place. And just kidding, because Dumbledore loves the Gryffindor, and puffs fourth place pass. So then year two starts. Everything is going to shit. Oliver's doing horrible in school, and then Harry talks to a snake, and everyone freaks out about it. They think that he's going to try to kill Jay Finch, and then Jay Finch goes off on his own, and he gets petrified, which makes them think Harry is the bad guy even. More, he is the heir of snakes, and then everything ends, Pass. and year two is done. Pass. Yeah. Year three, slumber party uh, electives. Oh, when we learn about Helga and the founders, and have a cute moment about the founders. Pass. Book four, there's a tournament at school, and we have French people, and we have mean people, and then, oh, Harry is a person, but Cedric is selected. And there's the tournament where there's dragons, they fight with dragons, and then they have a bath, and then they go under the lake, and Leon's terrified of the lake, and then there's the third task, and pass. And Cedric dies, pass. Uh, so oh. year five starts, and Wayne is depressed AF. He is... Miserable and he's making everyone miserable. But this year, people joined Dumbledore's army, and then Wayne apologizes for how much of a dick he was all year. And year five ends pass. Year and Zach Smith is there. No, Zach it's six. Six. no, never mind. One minute. Six. One minute. Go. Um, year six, everyone discovers hormones, and they all make out. And Zach Smith, smart balls, pass. Okay, book seven. No, more happens in book six. Important stuff. We already skipped a lot of important stuff. Megan's mom. mom comes back. It's book they seven. Have... They have a big fight. Uh... How much time do I have? 45 seconds. They get away from the mom because Elvatico. Or whatever you said. Yeah, I don't remember that. what they were. And so then there's this big fight, and I die, and Sarah dies, and Sally dies. A lot of die. And then all of a sudden, uh, they come out of the blue and a vodka skadoo to Zach. So Wayne, Wayne dies. Zach, Wayne. Uh, and he has his little conversation in the afterlife with Dumbledore, um, but he realizes he is in fact actually dead. And then it cuts to 19 years later. Okay, I'm gonna cut in there because I got skipped over I'm 19 sorry. years later. We find out that Megan and Oliver got married and they had a baby and they named him, him or her after Wayne. And the baby's the narrator. And the baby's the narrator. Congratulations, that friends. That was very stressful. <laughs> that was very stressful. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. But we we got it, most of it. And so just... we didn't talk at all about Megan's mom, but that's fine. She said Megan's mom happens. That was great. Megan's mom was there. <laughs> and then I said that they defeated her because a yeah, lot of skadoo. She's a terrible witch. So she's I did talk about your mom. Not your um, mom. You as the mom. Mm -hmm.
actually like to talk about Wayne, Megan, and Oliver and how you can kind of compare them to Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Obviously, Matt Cox built these characters kind of as like a... Foil. Yeah. Is Wayne Harry? He's the wish version of Harry. I thought... Yeah, Wayne has to be the Harry. He mirrors him in every way. He literally wants to be what Harry is. Yeah. Like, that is his dream in life. And makes references alongside, like, what Harry's trajectory is. So, here's the thing, and this is one thing that I think is so brilliant about the show, is they revealed that Wayne sets in motion so many things that happen Mm -hmm. in the Harry Potter series. Yes. Yes. Um, Especially in book four. For example, Wayne is the one that tells Cedric that he should go to the bathroom. Oh, to to the the dog. Too. Like, he's the first one. Yes, yeah. he is like, the one like who gives dogs. him the book of different yeah. magical creatures that he could be like, up against. Oh, dragons like dogs. Yeah. And doesn't somebody always come in right after that's like, take a bath, Harry, or something yes. like that? Yes, yeah. So but our, Wayne starts it, though. Like, so Wayne gives him the book of these magical creatures that he could be up against. Then Harry walks on and is like, hey, Cedric, it's dragons. So Wayne's efforts were thwarted. And then Wayne is like, I mean, I used to always go to, like, the bathtub when I needed to, like, really think about something. He's like, oh, I never thought about it. Then Moody comes in and he's like, use the bathtub. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Moody and this giant eyeball. <laughs> um, also in year two, Wayne is the one who tells Ginny. With yes, the Wayne's the one that tells Ginny to go. Because <laughs> he's just like, hey, if, if you don't like it, why don't you go throw it in the toilet or something? Yeah. It is, I mean, that's literally the, the brilliance of the piece is, like, how Wayne is a hero in his own right in being a part of this story that we know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and I will go so far, this isn't necessarily about Wayne, but there's other things, especially things that you say, like the whole thing of like, he's able to transfer you into a shrub. Oh, yeah, so the whole thing... About Sirius Black. Sirius, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the beetle and a button thing that is right out of the book and not even mentioned in the movies. Like, Mm -hmm. you almost have to... Mm -hmm. It, like, filters out, like, oh, you know this series versus you don't. But even when we did the show, I don't think I would have caught on that and then rereading it and seeing that it's... There are a lot of references in the play that you think are just one-off random lines that come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, how smart they are. Because I remember I read the series when I was a teenager or whatever, and, and then I fell in love with Puffs. And then after getting to know Puffs really well, I reread the series. And rereading the series after knowing Puffs so well yes. is a new experience. Yes, one hundred percent. Catch so many details. Yep, and you realize how freaking brilliant Matt Cox is. Oh, it's brilliant. And even parallel between the three with Hermione. I was like Hermione and Oliver are also like very very clear how it's played up that like Oliver isn't very good at being a wizard just like Hermione is little not very good at being a Gryffindor sometimes as far as like generically I don't actually believe she isn't good at being a Gryffindor but you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. that's kind of the story that the bitch is trying to make when she wrote the books I'm just calling her the bitch today that's fine Um, but like you know that's kind of like it kind of like plays off of that but like Oliver is obviously the smart one you know and like he wants to be good at school like so going back to your original question so he's obviously more of the Hermione which the fact that Megan is like the Ron is interesting because she has her own unique trajectory because she isn't like Ron but she is they're the purebloods who have clearly been left behind and I think that that's kind of a cool little Ooh, way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Megan and, and Ron have both been left behind in a in a kind of way. Ron is always trying to like stand out in the world, and Megan's trying to find her first oh, fit. Yeah. Like there's a lot more Ron. If I were to like have one on my team and I'm fighting Death Eaters, I'd probably choose Megan. Sorry, Ron, but 
Oh, yeah. But, like, I think that we are, like, well, obviously, Wayne is Harry and, you know, Oliver and, and Hermione. But, like, actually, the Ron, Megan one is the most interesting Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sorry, Brian, because I know you had... Never mind. I was just going to say, Oliver is very much kind of a blend of Ron and Hermione. He's the obsessed with studying and the books and all of that. But at the same time, he is the best friend companion to Wayne. The yeah. way that Ron is the best friend companion to Absolutely. Harry. Mm-hmm. I do like the similarities yeah. that you came up with between Megan and Ron. But I like that they're not just a mirror image. And that's the, the other geniusness of Megan it. Megan is, is yeah. very much, she's, she's a new type of character that we don't, have in the original series yeah. of that character that doesn't think she belongs in the house that she's in and mm-hmm. she's going to do everything that she can. She's going to try out every single other personality yeah. to try to prove that she belongs in any house but the pups. Yeah, and then clearly like the romance between the friends, right? right. Like, that, that's very like Ron, Ron and Hermione, Hermione. Yeah, and, you know, Megan and then her. also Oliver and Megan. Yeah. So Except Megan and Oliver discovered it and acted on it much sooner, thank God. Absolutely. They didn't make us wait seven years just to get together. Right. Well. Six. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, there, there are little things here and there throughout. Or but end year five, I guess. They but... get into it more again. Yeah. So my boss, Darcy, who is a very big fan of all things Harry Potter and Puffs, who saw both of our productions and loved them. Um, she... And you should listen to this podcast. Yes, yeah. Darcy, and join our Patreon. Darcy, listen to this podcast if you're not. <laughs> and subscribe to Patreon. Uh, anyway, so Darcy had a few questions that she wanted to know. Oh, from, okay. Yes. Uh, as people have done the show. Question number one. The show is so chaotic. How hard was it to learn all the blocking? <laughs> I feel like it wasn't hard at all because of the chaos. It, so I feel like the blocking was harder to learn than the lines, to be honest with you. Because I feel like I was memorized, but I was like, wait, what's next? Like, you're constantly having to, like, think where you're going when. Yeah, it does move a lot. I will say, like, the blocking wasn't too hard because it's all script. It is chaos, but it's scripted chaos. So, yeah, maybe it's more the transitions between, like, what's coming next. Yeah, you know, I think this is one of the shows, too, like, because I definitely did this with Weird Romance as well, where there's enough going on that you almost have to, like, plot out, like, okay, me as a person, not my character. I go here, 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 here. Grab this and then go out this door and then go in this door and then put that back on the... Pro- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for me, I think I probably mapped it out more so that I could associate my location with yeah. the lines. Mm-hmm. Prop work was probably more difficult than that the, was... the blocking. Because that I mean, prop well, table... I, I can't say it. As Wayne, I had little to no props, but every other character mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. many props. Right. I would say, like, it wasn't as bad as it should have been because you had to have so much organization behind it. Like, I think it has felt, like, less difficult than other shows just because, because it's so crazy, we had the organization from both stage managers. Like, here's where all the props are, like, Mm -hmm. making sure that they were in certain spots at certain places. And Everything like that, yeah. Having to change it, characters. Yeah, it's very organized chaos from our perspective. Well, the other yeah. thing was, and I'm really like, this is a shout out to Dan, who was our director and who's obviously been on the podcast. Um, and this was Dan's directorial debut. And as someone who has been in almost every show Dan's directed now, he started off doing something really hard, and now it's very <laughs> basic as far as the blocking. Not that he's doing basic work, but anyway. 
Dan made sure that we ran the piece and the scenes, like, I think efficiently, too. Mm -hmm. Like, we would do it, and then we would run it and run it and run it. And it was more about physically putting it on its feet than having all the elements the first couple times we'd run it. And that was really helpful in this case, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is very true, too. Next question. Next question. Next question from from Darcy. Darcy. What were your favorite obscure references that only diehard fans would get? Well, I mentioned a couple of them. Obviously, the I keep wanting to say the burning bush, oh. but not the, the shrubbery. shrubbery. I hear he can the, turn into the a flowering shrub. shrub. Yes, like those the beetle in the butt, the beetle. The, what, the, 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 what, is the the butt? what is the beetle one? It's it's during he's she's talking to Oliver and she's like, I told you to translate this beetle into oh, a button. Yeah. How, difficult, yes. is How that? difficult is that? Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm always met. Is that something they talk in the book about? Them yes, do, that's that part of like button. charms or transfiguration yeah. okay. test. Yeah, the other one that he was talking about, the the flowering shrub, is in Puffs. There's a moment where they go to Hogsmeade and they all don't know how to interact because they're all introverts and awkward. Uh, and Hannah breaks the tension by randomly saying, "Hey, that serious guy, I hear he can turn into a flowering shrub," which you think is just a one-off, random, out of nowhere joke. And then you read the third book and you realize there's a part where they're talking about all the rumors spreading about Sirius. And one of them is that Hannah Abbott, Hannah Abbott. was going around telling everyone yeah. that Sirius could turn into a flowering shrub. It's stuff like yeah. that where like, they read through this and then it was like, oh, here's another Hufflepuff yeah. connection. Yeah. This is not related to the actual play, but something that we did, because I still have it because I bought it from Amazon, but the original like filmed version, at the beginning, like there's a school bell in the background and it's like announcements over a loudspeaker. Oh, yeah. But you had said something about, I like... I what my announcements were. The the, you put all these, like, magical creature references in it. About, like, an acromantial attack and doxies. Yes, yeah. Stuff like that from the get-go. I was like, this is cool because this is special to us. And yeah. it is, like, a deep dive. And it shows, like, this is what we do. And even, like, the music that they used is the basic snitches music. Yes. Some of those references and the way that we made it special, we put like notes and letters that we wrote from puff to puff. I brought my... Oh my God. I have them somewhere. Yeah. That whole thing of really getting in your character and Mm -hmm. thinking how would Jay Finch talk to Leanne or Wayne or Hannah or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that made it even more special and more unique and personal. It was. It was really, really cool. I do love those little things we did. Even the way we did, like, our, our, like, Facebook promoting and stuff. Like, I remember that when we, like, sold out those three from when we relaunched, you know, when we first did it, the way that we would word things would be like, oh, we did an extension charm and there are now four seats still available. Like, things like that. It was just, like... The whole process of putting it together was really special. One of my little favorite things wedged in there was, and we actually mentioned it earlier, the way that Wayne, he was kind of like the catalyst for certain things, specifically Cho. I oh, hear yeah. Cho is yeah. interested. Oh my god, yes! He's um, the reason that Cedric asked that show. Because, yeah. to me, it feels like it's actually filling in that missing spot where, like, of course, the handsome older guy who was the actual Hogwarts champion is going to go with the one girl that Harry has ever shown any interest in. And they're not even in the same house. And it's like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, they're both seekers. Harry's also a seeker. It's kind of cool to have that little bit where you're like, actually, Wayne was like, hey, Joe seems interested in And the only reason you. he said that is because Harry mentioned to Wayne yes. before that, yes, I want to yes. ask Wayne, Joe. Yeah, and, and Wayne is like, fuck it. Harry. So. We're watching this time, I'm like, whoa, this is some like 
teenager drama. It is. That's, I remember. Which I, is so fun. I feel like I didn't even catch that the first time we did the show. It wasn't until the second time I did it that I realized, oh, when I'm saying, you know, I think show might be interested, it's me. I, I think part of it is like, I just want Cedric to like me and I need something for him to like me for. Yeah. But then I think, hey, Harry just mentioned something about show. You take her. Like, I think the audience kind of caught on to that, that it was kind of a dick move on my part yeah. Yeah. to do that. One of my favorite references is in year two, after the whole snake thing and Jay Finch thinks that, you know, Harry's trying to kill him and all of that. There's this bit in the common room where he's freaking out, he's so upset, and they're like, don't worry, we'll protect you, you're going to be fine as long as you stay right here. Mm. And he's like, okay, I'll do that. All right, I'm going to leave now. Bye. Yeah. Again, you think, oh, that's a funny joke. Like, haha, he said he was going to stay and then he left. In the second book, there's a scene where Harry is in the library and he overhears the Hufflepuffs talking about how they told Jay Finch to stay in the dormitory to be safe. Technically, it was in the movie indicated out to. But yeah, then was, moments yeah, later, kind of... Harry finds Jay Finch yeah. petrified yeah. because. Oh, what the yeah. fuck? Jay Finch, what are you doing? You were told. <laughs> He's finching around. He's finching That's around. Right. <laughs> it's not he, got, a, he got finchy, not a finchy shit to thing. do. He got finchy shit to do. That's a fun line, too, because there is like a little like beat, like right after, I promise. Okay, I'm going to leave now. Right, I'm going to leave now. Bye. Bye. I, that's one of my favorite moments. I absolutely uh, love that. What's the next question? Next question. Is it even possible for a non-Harry Potter fan to appreciate Puffs? Or is it like asking someone to only watch the movies and understand that the twins were able to open their joke shop because Harry gave them the money? It is. So actually, even today, my cousin and my cousin-in-law, they had like these little squishmallows and had my, I call her my niece, even though she's taking the face because it means removed. To like go towards the squish animal and she chose Gryffindor. But even in that text thread, my mom had said, this is very cute even though I don't know what these characters are and stuff. And I remember them being like, oh, there were times where we fully did not know what was going on, but it was still mm-hmm. really funny. Right, there's going to be references well, that they're going to miss. And but... It's a juicy, like, yeah, not juicy fun. as in like, like, <laughs> jacking off. But None of us went there, what Adam. What was going there? <laughs> he needed a dick joke. Yeah, y'all are providing the dick, dick jokes, okay? Adam's you guys like, need to get up to my I mean, level, okay? Adam's providing all the dick jokes. Yeah. You walk in there, and you are already kind of immersed in it, and it's playful. It's chaotic, and people are changing accents as they, like, go from door to door. It's really hard not to enjoy it. They're not going to pick up on those references, but... It's still an They still love it. I I know plenty of people that don't know Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. There's also (laughs) non-Harry Potter references. Like, there's a lot of, like, 90s kid references in there. Like, so you can enjoy those references. Which was a lot of criticism on the books later on. People were like, why why aren't we talking about 90s stuff? And I was like, they were. They were talking about 90s stuff in Britain. And we're Americans, and the world does not actually evolve around us. Also, there's a lot of references to the pop culture aspect Mm -hmm. of Harry Potter, where you don't need to know Harry Potter to know that the kid who played Neville grew up to be hot. Right, like jokes exactly. About that. Or the fact yeah. that the original Dumbledore passed away and then, you know, knew right. that. Right, people knew that even though. Dumbledore looking mm-hmm. different. Yeah. So those are things that, like, you don't need to know Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, yeah. you might just know pop culture. And I, yeah. And movies. I will also point out our Susie slash Harry in the first show was not a Harry Potter fan. That she had true. not read the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. And I think she'd watched, like, the first three movies mm-hmm. and that was it. And I remember at first being like, I'm sorry. Why are you here? 
Right. I was. I was. Dan and I had an argument about it. Like, I argued with him about it one she night at the piano bar. was so great to work with, though. I was oh, drunk, was and I was, like, upset because yeah. I was, like... She was... Katie was great. Because this yeah. show meant so much to, like, some of us that had been, like, who had watched the Fathom event and are clearly very big Harry Potter fans. And I was, like, this show means so much to us. How can you cast someone who isn't even a Harry Potter fan hasn't even watched the movies, hasn't read the books, like, and he was like, but she's good for the role. And then, like, she was so great to work with, and she did such an amazing job, and so I think that really speaks to it, too. Like, she clearly didn't even understand all of the deep-cut references, but, like, the show stands up on its own, and I think that's important to mention, is, is like, yes, it's fun because it has all these Harry Potter references, and it's so smart, and it's so clever, but, like, on its own, Puffs is a great and funny story without the references. It is. Well, and Katie ended up becoming more of a Harry Potter. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's next question? So next is not a question. Oh. It is a statement. Oh. Oh. And I'm going to need to get close to the mic for this one. Uh Oh, Oh, no. He's going to suck on it like Sarah wants to. Lily. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is number four. Lily. (laughs) Darcy is obsessed with that joke. I, I think will that is say, her favorite joke I remember like the choreographing of Andrew doing it, oh and like how was that? Here's the this be in the music. Put up the donut. Okay, make a face. At this point, put up your wand. Like it was very choreographed, and that's what I remember. Why and so to be we, on stage. For yeah. Well, Andrew, it's man. one of those other things where I think each of us had things that we could do, and for me, like obviously with Zach Smith, but. Where there's other people on stage and you don't quite know what to expect. Because didn't he also change it up every night? Like what he would do? Or am I missing? No, I, th- I think he did the that. same thing. Okay. Every night, yeah. Because there are multiple opportunities for skills. There are. Because if, if you watch the, the film's production during the credits, they'll show alternates yeah, from that moment. Yeah, exactly. So what's in the script I have never seen done. And I am so grateful for that. Because I hate. Please read what it's in the script. Wait, yeah. is this the, the this is the Snape moment where he's teaching? Yeah, so again. so this is the the Lily moment. The lead up to it. Wait, ma- like magic sex said, who teaches magic sex said? A certain potions teacher enters and says, and then the wizard's genitalia, hereby known as the penis, is then inserted into the witch's vagina. Then he does the wand and the donut bit, and then says Lily. It's so much funnier it's without so, that. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. yeah I, I'm shocked that that's even in the script. And that, like, they don't do that in the recorded version. It's, we it either time, We yeah. cut it both times. Yeah, because it's just so much funnier. When he just holds up the wand, then he holds up the donut, then he slowly approaches yes. the donut with the wand, looks at the donut, and says, Lily. Because you don't need close. to tell the audience, like, what's going on there. Yeah, they know. know. No, they know exactly what it is. You the hear magic second. sex in, yeah. and you see it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's all you need. I have a question for all of you. Like, looking back at, and you guys did it twice. All of you were in the second one, right? Yes. yes. And we played the same characters. Yes, yes. Looking back, was there any moment that could have required some improv that you were like, oh, I wish I would have done this? I mean, I didn't get to do any improv, so... You played all the professors and... The, yeah, I just I just did a lot of shit. Yeah. The only thing I really improvised was the scene where Sally is inviting me and Oliver to her slumber party, and there's a moment where we kind of mumble excuses of why we can't you go. You mean I'm inviting you to the slumber party? Oh, it was Leanne. 
Yes, yeah. that's, I'm sorry. It's the, it's I'm the, sorry. Anne, it's the Anne Slumber Party. I'm the sorry. Anne Slumber Sal- Party. Sally's... I have the invitations right here, Brian. I'm sorry. Sally is the moment <laughs> right after that. It's like an, it's like Sarah an artifact. The, <laughs> yes, Sarah brought the invite that Leanne gets. So I'm sorry. Leanne wow. invites them to the party. And we are mumbling excuses of why we can't go. And those I would I would improvise. I think usually something different. Mm-hmm. The uh, L is a seven. Um, <laughs> and like, here's the thing. Like, I have done improv. I don't consider myself a great improviser. It depends on what the moment is. But it was very much. I would just come say what the first thing that came to my mind was. And I remember there was one day. Where I said, oh, I can't. I have surgery tomorrow. <laughs> I remember that night. I was like. <laughs> See, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I remember that when you did that one too. Yeah. Do you have any moment like that? Um, so my only improv moment is, is like in, uh, towards the beginning when we're going to classes. Like there's that moment where they, they give me like six or seven different options in the script. And I can the pick potion, one. Lotion the potion, thing. lotion. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yes. it's a starchy root vegetable. It's a potato. Which I do. That is or the um yeah. Or it's water that surrounds all the continents. That is still the ocean. Yes. Um, there's a couple different jokes in there. I don't remember what the code. setup is, but one of my favorite ones is that's the locomotion. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> oh, yes, uh, the train. It's just like, it's the train that carries all the people. Choo-choo. 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 <laughs> like that. That, it's the song that was done by Kylie Minogue in the 80s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the I kind of, I'm not great at improv, and I tried to do a different one of the lines that was provided. Every, like, every day, I think I typically rotated between four of them. Yeah. But, um. Because the script does give a it gives like seven different options. Yeah. I think I rotated between four of them, but like I had kind of wished that I was better at improv, that I could have come up with something on my own that would have yeah. worked and been funny. Yeah. But I was not clever enough nor confident enough in doing that. There were a lot of places where I wanted to do improv that I was like, I don't actually have that luxury because I wanted to try some things out, particularly as McGonagall and as Xavier, but didn't get to do that, which is probably fine. Yeah. See, for me... All of your shit was fucking yes, amazing. Yes, because I do quite like improv. I don't know, <laughs> like, just in my daily life, you know? Just... I can't even remember fully what I had done. I did the one where, like, I got <laughs> everything turned into ev- dicks. Everything I touched turns into dicks. Oh, yeah. yeah that one was one, one of, that was fucking that was so um, great. Because, once again, there are prompts in the script, but you can do whatever you want. I'm pretty mm. sure I did the one that you actually see in the credits of yeah. Puffs about For the reference, mermaid. we're talking about the Quidditch tryouts where Zach Smith comes out and just improvises. Yes. An entire film. I can say whatever I want. There wasn't so much pressure that I was like, I need to figure it out. But But you did come up with those, but you had written them essentially ahead of time. Yeah, I planned out, okay, here's what specifically I'm going to do, but... um, But we didn't know what you were Yeah, you had no idea what I was going to do. And you didn't have them completely written out. You were like, this is my basic idea. Yeah, and during rehearsals, you would just do, I think, what was in the script or... Yeah, or whatever, or just like, so that just be might, like, uh, Zach Smith, that's right, it. so that by the time we got to the performances, we had no idea yeah. what we were going to do. There's one that I had thought about since then that I really, really love the idea of, and that is being possessed by Morning Myrtle, and then going around and like... Oh my god, <laughs> yes! I really want to go back in time and do that. And like, oh my this, god. I mean, this podcast has inspired a lot of that, it's like, if we... <laughs> Can you imagine if we've done this entire podcast before a puffs? I would have had so many. I mean, I could just like do stuff that I've talked about on here. Yeah. Like we talked about some weird shit. The only Zach's because here's the thing: I want to do the show again, but I want to play Jay Finch this time. Yep. 
And there's one Zach Smith thing that I have thought of that I actually did. We did like a virtual reading during COVID, um, and I did this one. But it was telling the story of my muggle friend who gave me this thing called a Tamagotchi over the summer. Oh, yeah. And I do a whole spiel about Tamagotchis and how cool it is and stuff. And then I I brought it to Hogwarts where muggle technology doesn't work. And my Tamagotchi died. Like an actual Mm. bloody death because of the lack of muggle technology at Hogwarts. And so it was a whole thing about that. That's a fun one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, like, I don't really do this anymore, but Puffs is probably a show that I would do again in the right circumstances. Yeah. And, like, I want to do Jay Finch again, of course, but if I were to play another role, I mean, there's always Ernie or Cedric. I think those are the two that I would opt yeah. for. I don't necessarily think I'm a Wayne or an Oliver, but... Uh, you could do anything. Maybe I'll be him. I, I hope so. <laughs> also, I like that all of that was spun from Lily. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Lily. Um, I'm sorry. I just need to say, like, the line is ha- Hannah was like, the one about the troll, like, um, they said that the troll was fun. <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh. I want to say that line that is, is Hannah. Oh, I get lines. it. Favorite yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, guys. Someone told me that I don't have to worry because I don't, I don't know what it's like. It only goes after pretty girls. It only goes after pretty girls. Yeah. I want to do that line. Okay, the next time I'm doing this, I'm going to do the Hannah track and be Xevia yeah. and yeah. McGonagall. Yes. And then yes. later she has the lines of like, no, someone told me that the troll was my well, long lost twin sister. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. They were bullying me. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's the third year. Someone told me that the murder is only going after pretty girls, so I don't have to That's oh. what it was. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I mixed up. Yeah. yeah. It's been a couple. What's minutes. the next question? So, next question. Did you do extra research and reread the books to prepare? I mean, I know everything, so no. Ooh, okay. <laughs> did, I mean, did, did we reread the books to prepare for Puffs? A smarty smart. I did not. No. A regular I Einstein. A regular Einstein. I didn't either, but like I said, I reread the Harry Potter books after familiarizing myself with Puffs, mm-hmm. like before we did the show, um, and that was a, a brand new experience, just catching all of the different references. That was probably the closest to research that I did, but no, and that was long before we were going to be doing the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched the recording again, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily call it research because I also wasn't trying to like replicate it, yeah. but I think I was more focused on like trying to make Leanne, Leanne, like, and not necessarily like, yeah, like the references are fun and it's definitely fun to point them out, but like, yeah. that's not the story I'm trying to tell. I'm not trying to tell Harry Potter. I'm trying to tell the story of the Puffs, which well, is encapsulated here. The you thing know? that's fun about Leanne is you could really do whatever you want with her because her name is said in the books, I think, once or twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Katie Bell's it. friend. You don't know anything about Leanne mm-hmm. from the Harry Potter series. Um, so I was thinking about this when I was rewatching it. I'm sure the answer is yes, but there is a Sally yes. as well. Yeah, every, so every single character... From yes, is, except for the trio. I have a fun fact about that. Okay, tell us that, but also tell us where Sally is brought up, because I can't... She's the one that I don't really it's remember. Sally Perkins, isn't it? Oh, I guess it is Sally Perkins. Is she, she shows up, I think, in the original sorting, and that's like it. Maybe? I just know that name. Yeah. So here's the thing. The trio is not in the books, but they are canon. Because at one point, the bitch released a list of all of the people who were in Harry's class, like years before Puffs came out. She released this list of every single person in Harry's year. Class. Really? Oh and God. on that list is Wayne Hopkins, Megan Jones, and Oliver Rivers. So Matt Cox did not pull those names out of All right. Way. Well, those that's... are those are actually canon. Wow. Oh my yeah. God. Okay, I did not know that Which is either. Even cooler. 
Yeah, I want to see the full list of, like, everybody. Yeah. Our Patreon thing sort of, like, considers that. You'll see, patrons. Yeah. Anyways. Become a patron and learn more. Yes. What's the next question? Did you learn anything about the books that you didn't notice previously as a result of Matt Cox's op- obsessive tiny references? So we, we kind of answered that a little yeah. bit yeah, already we kind of uh, yeah. in question number two. So yes, yes we did. <laughs> so then the final question, what was your favorite non-Harry Potter name or spell? So for copyright <laughs> reasons, and also for comedy's sake, a lot of the terms and names and stuff mm-hmm. used in Puffs are not the actual. So yeah. for example, the yeah. house names, you have the Puffs, the Braves, the Snakes, and the Smarts. Yeah. yeah. Um, e- even the characters' names, like we've got Ernie Mac and just Hannah and Jay Finch, you know? Yeah. yeah. So so what was your favorite <clears throat> name or spell? When you said that, I was like, was is there anything specific? Because of course I think of things like Expelladermis. <clears throat> But it's got to be Olive Guardian Leviosa. Yeah, Olive Guardian Leviosa <laughs> For me. Like, great. Because that was me and Olivia. Yeah. We had my, I think my favorite spell is Rickman Sempra. I also didn't understand uh, that until, like, after we oh, finished really? the show, by the way. Oh, it's so brilliant. Because like, I was just like, oh, it's just words. And I was like, oh, Rickman. Spell. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't and, get it until after yeah. the show. It's pretty fantastic. It's so great. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm always hung up as also a Game of Thrones fan when Harry does the existential crisis and yeah. then the not today, because that's, that's like a big Game of Thrones thing, too. And really? also just, yeah. Today. I had no idea. You know what? We even talked about this on the podcast, but the fact that they took the spell Aviforce and made such a big deal about it because it's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like even that is like oh, amazing. so fun. So the I other like... thing that I loved was before the first time we did it, we had a whole like party where that's we... what I was gonna say. I like the names. Those yeah, spells so we made up. We had this party where we <laughs> oh, kind we of made, made the props. The st- we made the props. Do you yeah, that? like we made props together, and one of those props was a giant list of spells Curses. that came oh, over the wall. Oh yeah. Uh, and oh some of them God. we took from the script, but a lot of them we just made shit up. And I loved those. And I, I was trying to find pictures. I swore I had pictures of that so we could go through some of them, but I couldn't find it. There was something like Wedgio or something. Yeah. Like uh, I think that one might be in the script. There was Pickle Dick. Pickle Dick, because I dick. used that. Pickle Dick, because used it. The yeah. other one I liked was Sparkle Tits. Oh. Sparkle Tits. Yes. Sparkle Tits. Um, I think obvious. my favorite one was Gout. Gout. I remember gout too. Gout. Sparkle gout. tits. I just like that name. Sparkle tits. And then just a bunch of sparkles come out. Yeah. That really makes me want to have big tits. Okay. I'm really jealous. You go in like that, go sparkle tits, and then. And then sparkles but also, happen. Do I'm so jealous. Do you ever, like, when talking about Harry Potter, do you find yourself using the puff terms for it? There are things that we still do in the podcast. We do. We we use puff terms. We talk about puffs just kind of in regular, Mm -hmm. like, chapters. You know, like, obviously we haven't talked about puffs much this year because we're not with them. But, like, you know, I remember we talked about Ernie Mac last year because he was the only Hufflepuff in potions. But we refer to him as Ernie Mac. We don't refer to him as Ernie McMillan. Right. At my job, our call center is sorted into houses. And so, like, I delve out points and stuff. And I rarely ever use the actual house names. I always Mm -hmm. use the puff terms for the houses whenever I say, you know, points to the puffs, points to the braves. I don't know why this made me think of this, but can you imagine if there was, like, a Ravenclaw version? And they did the same thing with, like, the names and stuff. Like, Tony Gold, or things like that, you know? Like, Anthony Goldstein. Yeah. Or, I mean, you're just going to Padma. 
Padma's gonna be like Hannah. <laughs> you know, Padma. things like that. That would be kind of fun. I wouldn't mind seeing something. There's just something extra charming about it being the puffs, probably because we have the extra bit with Cedric, but I wouldn't mind having a little, like, side story about the Ravenclaws, yeah. too. Something like this works so well for Hufflepuffs because... When you think of all the houses, there's something charming about the Hufflepuffs. Mm -hmm. Like, you couldn't do this kind of fun, kind of like ragamuffin kind of thing and call it like the snakes. Like, there's no way. Like, it fits for Hufflepuffs. And I think like Ravenclaw is similar to that. It is. Ravenclaws are too uppity to have this little play. It's just perfect for the puffs. It's, yeah, it, it really is. Well, and, and you think about the puffs, like, for example, like, Jay Finch, Ernie Mac, and Hannah, who are the three puffs that you spend a little bit more time with in the second book. We don't actually get that with Ravenclaw, because the Ravenclaws we spend time with are Cho, who's a year older than Harry, mm-hmm. and Luna, who's a year younger than Harry. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we have Anthony Goldstein. Michael Corner. Michael Corner, who I think is in Ginny's grade. Oh, yeah, I think you're you right. You know, so, I mean, and then you have Padma Patel, and I think another I mean, one, Roger Davies, who I think is a year older than and Harry. And clear water is... She's older than yeah. Harry, so, like, you don't have that classmate reference but whatever class they have with Hufflepuffs which I think is herbology mm-hmm. they spend that time and that's when like you know they were talking about how in that class they can do a lot of gossiping and shit so we got to have that time mm-hmm. and then we had the whole thing with Jay Finch because of how they were talking about stuff in that class it just was so much good material to develop it would be even more fabricated stuff that would be less easy to connect to the original yeah. source material. Claw <laughs> feels like the one with the least amount of its own stuff. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, which could give you fun creativity to create and something. And that's what fan fiction yeah. is for. But <laughs> I do think it would be a different feel. Yeah, like, it would need to be. I yeah. would definitely read it and mm-hmm. want to be a part of it, but it would be a different feel. I think, like, what's so special about Puffs is the heart behind it. Yeah, like Right, that wouldn't be the same vibe you would have with Ravenclaw. It might be something interesting, there might be drama, it might be a good story, but, like, it's not going to be centered around the heart and the love. Because Puffs is all about the underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the underdog story. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that a show about any other house would have that same heart and that same message. Because, like, yes, at its its core, Puffs is a comedy, but, my God, it can hit really hard Mm because of the whole message Mm -hmm. of being a failure and thinking that you're not worth anything only to discover that that's the best thing about being a puff is that you're gonna fail a lot but you keep trying and that's what makes you a hufflepuff and like it's very relatable i think that like if you were to do i mean like the little puppet show tells it all i think it's hard to like make it feel as relatable because there are stigmas with all the other houses too so thank you darcy for thank you darcy I just want to go through each of the years and I want you to just kind of say either something that was your favorite thing about the year or like a favorite line or something that you did in that year. Mm, Um, I love that. Yeah. So year one. So year one. I love, and I mean, it's one of the cliffs that you can even see on YouTube of when the puffs introduce themselves. Mm -hmm. What does Jay Finch even say? It's like... I'm boyish and and fun. I'm boyish and fun. Oh, we should all introduce ourselves. I'm Jay Finch. I'm Jay Finch Fletchley. He actually says Yes. And I'm boyish and fun. It's so fun. One of my favorite things about year one was actually doing the bit with Brian where uh, I was McG and I was like, oh, another one. Okay. You know, like that was kind of like the sorting was fun. That was, I think, one of my favorite things I did in year one. 
Yeah, I would say the Puff's introduction scene I so absolutely good. love. Mm-hmm. You got to know them all. A, yeah, yeah, you, it, know, you meet every character so quickly. Mm-hmm. I also really love the end of year one, going through the points and then thinking they won, and then Dumbledore oh. being a dick. Because <laughs> oh, you may think, you may ask yourself, can he give out can more points? Yes, no, yes, 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 he yes, can. He can. Stand oh, friends. <laughs> yes, I, I love you. Oh me. Oh me. Oh me. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I just love how in year one, it really establishes how Leanne is just, like, trying to, like, get everyone together and, like, cheer everyone up, like, the entire thing. Like, at the end of year one, how, hey, it's okay, guys, like, I can cheer you up. We built skills and friendships and... No one died except for that teacher. I was going to say, you didn't say the best line. And nobody died except for that teacher. Teacher. (laughs) What a year. What a year. And and we're wizards first place for us. We're wizards. Like, that's... I'm here for That's where, like, it... Well, and and that's my end. The whole show is, like, you just see her being this, like... But yay, we're, we're we're like hey guys, like let's cheer up, like we're we we can do this, like let's yeah. let's band together, and like well, because even like her introduction scene is, hey, we're wizards, like this is what we have in common. Yeah. So I like how that's really apparent in year one, as it is throughout the whole show, that it's Leanne trying to remind everyone of our similarities and that we're there together and Mm -hmm. like what we have in common i have to make a rupaul drag race uh reference in every episode and she's like the jam sport sure about year two brian uh so year two i enjoy the dueling club i think probably the wayne and jenny interaction yes is one of my favorite moments of year two just because i remember cackling when i first saw this and andy miller does that insanely high-pitched voice as Ginny, and it yeah. killed me i fucking love that so funny sarah what about you i did enjoy that uh, as well but i really liked the snake like the prop snake the snake just popping out of the snake popping hand. out i just thought that was so fun and like how we had two different actors and other sides like yeah. the snake yeah that was fun i also love harry's line of when he's talking to the snake no, no snake, snake, what are you doing don't bite don't justin, justin leave, leave us, us alone, alone. <laughs> oh, I also really did enjoy Jenny's hair flip. Well, there's no surprise what I like most though year two because it's like Jenny Finch's. Yeah, it was like Finch's you like finching year. around, finching around, and the fact that Kyle had to like put me on a on the dolly. <laughs> I <laughs> thought that was so to fun. Reel you and, off. and then at the end, when, oh, never mind, the monster was killed, <laughs> exams are canceled, yeah. whatever that was, and that I'm still frozen until the narrator. I was like, always so impressed the way that you got onto that dolly and stayed frozen as he's lifting you off. I was like, if that was me, I would absolutely <laughs> shift my body or I would react. I was very impressed. Oh my gosh, I can do stunts. <laughs> right? Tell the world. Um, yeah. My favorite thing was my last moment as the headmaster when I got oh, to do yeah. the, now let's take a moment of silence for my bird, tragically died. Never mind, is alive again. <laughs> Exams are canceled. Like, it was just fun. Also, like, the whole, like, um, I don't play favorites, Harry, he's my favorite. That was so fun. You know, I had a really good time getting to do the headmaster stuff because I got to do the funny headmaster stuff. Then Andrew was like, the yes, crazy headmaster. Right? But he was also the serious, lovely headmaster. Yeah. Whatever, but, but Andrew got to have the... I, the scream? I, I, he got to scream. have all yes, the good I, I was thinking about that, too. Right now. Yes, yes. And I mean, I'm I could have done that, but that sounds right. Well, I will also say, like, Andrew did it better than the original, in my opinion. The fact that he does, like, the huge blood-curling scream mm-hmm. and then, like... 
Did you pull that on Iron Man down a little couple? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Year three? I love year three. There are so yeah. many great moments. The Hogsmeade trip is one of my favorites. Oh, you know, like, that's yeah, gotta be Butterbuzz. The children <laughs> acting drunk. It has one of my favorite. Oh, I, I made a note of this. The stage directions in the script, you guys. Oh, like, yeah. So but for, the stage directions yes. are incredible. For anyone like, who hasn't read the book, like read the script. I'm, it is so no, fun to read. I'm probably need to reread it honestly the stage directions just throughout are like they're very creative and like they're clearly written to make the person reading them laugh it's not like a regular play yeah yeah so here's the the stage directions for field trip they all slowly take a drink blackout lights come back up on very drunk children (laughs) but also i my other favorite moment of year three is my letter at the very beginning of the year when i talk about free willy and oh. how I just oh, have to yes. find my own will. I just have to free my, my own, own will. Really. Sure. Sure, free your will. <laughs> I was thinking about this when I was re-watching it. Mm-hmm. When Leanne's like, I don't know how I got out here. Where did you go? Because I, I don't remember what you did during that time. Oh, I run yeah. off. So, like, in the blackout, I just run to the back Around of the, the audience. Oh, to the back oh, of the yeah. audience. I ran okay. to the back of the audience. I don't know how I got here. It was great. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, yeah, what did Sarah do? I ran yeah. to the back of the audience in the blackout. I have to agree. I think that the butter buzzed part and mm-hmm. all of that, mm-hmm. that would have been like a great moment for some improv too if we were able to do it. Oh, yeah. Like it, there's so many like possibilities yeah. there. I liked so. having my glitz bear because I love stuffies for anyone who knows me. What? And oh, I had yeah. a little glitz bear in that year because it was the slumber party, party year. Yeah. Then my other favorite bowl would be the puff hug that we have. Mm. That's Oh, that's my least mm. favorite type. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I don't know if going to be surprised by this, my favorite part of year three was doing all of the professors. Yeah, <laughs> especially oh God, the. Yes. How do you think this room is? It's ancient. I know. Okay, I have to be it's honest. I don't ones. necessarily know, understand why Kyle thought it was that funny. It, I, I, don't, love, I mean, it's no, good. That is one of my favorite lines of the entire. But my show. my favorite li- my I favorite line from that why. whole section was the Trelawney stuff. The death, death, death. Like it was just. Love how you do it, Tara. Like it's just See, so funny. You, we're on to something. Next time, I gotta be Hannah because <laughs> I want to do all this. So okay, you're four. Year four, Bing Victor. Uh, Bing Victor, Victor for me. Um, and that staff, the coolest prop ever. All I have to say is, ooh, that yeah. Yeah. And then do you remember? Sorry to bring up Drag Race again, but when Drag Race France came up and she had, the bitch had baguettes for arms and said "ooh baguette," do you remember that? Because I was like, I think you said it. How did they know? How did they know? It was so much fun. There Book was four so was fun super moments. fun. I mean, Book being like Ludo Bagman as well. Oh yeah, microphonist. Yeah. Oh, um, I love when Jathan gets turned on with his flowers. Oh my oh, god. Yes. My first our little, our little moment of, uh, of the three of us being like, who's Cedric? Year four is a big year, and I was on for a lot of that. But honestly, <laughs> one of my favorite moments was me and Sarah dancing at the dance together. Oh my god, know. yes, the dance! <laughs> oh, okay. I loved our awkward dance! So and I'm, the, the random shit that we were like t- saying, saying to each on other. Stage. Oh my god. I'm like, ooh, I'd like to fly! I to fly! She was like, I feel like I can fly! And I go, you know you can't, though, right? Please tell me you know you can't fly. <laughs> yes, she can. She's a wizard. 
So that that made me realize, too, because the dancing was another good part for improv, but I didn't mention this earlier where, now this is much later, but when it was me, Olivia, and Tessa, I think, were passing a joint. Passing a joint, yeah. yeah. Yes, a fake joint. (laughs) Year four also has my favorite stage direction in the entire script, and that is Professor McGee enters... In her hands are three sad birds who never, who never asked, asked to, to exist. exist. <laughs> so that combined with the dancing. So, you know, I did it twice. The first time I did it, Hannah goes to the ball by herself because, of course, she does. I barely moved. My dancing was literally just me kind of like standing in the it's corner so going like this. Well, the second time I did it, I tried to like Elaine Bennis from Seinfeld. That worked to varying degrees of success, but both times were really fun. But also my favorite part of the year was coming on stage with the birds. And who was throwing all of these birds? birds? So Maybe like, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> There's so many. Just yeah. Imaginary Jay Finch. Oh, is it your Chickens can go wherever he wants. What? Talk so, about an improv moment. That, that, that was another moment when mm-hmm. I... I don't even remember the things I said, though. Like, there were... De- I, I think Stay you fresh did. cheese bags was one, because that was a thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, I mean, there were times where... I don't know. I don't even remember. But my that. favorite was the one that happened when we saw it off Broadway, which I think you may have done that after we told you about it. <clears> and that's uh, after he says, Jay can go do whatever he wants. As he's going off, he goes, I'm going to go eat a lot of cheese until I feel sick. I I'm, absolutely I'm going to eat that cheese one. until I feel better, and then I'm going to keep eating it until I feel worse. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did do something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. You're five. You're five. It's really short. It's very short. Playing Drunk Wayne. Drunk that, Wayne. That I love. Uh, and don't we get the Drunk. Drunk Wayne moment? Oh, that was so fun. Yes. That it was, wasn't in that. It wasn't Sarah. Moment. It was I us and Andrew and Katie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but, and also the lines in that scene. Like, I am in the group, right? I am in the group, right? And then, like, Ernie Max line about being like, I'm really fucking good at everything. It just was fun. I don't think I'm even in year five, and also... Yes, you are, the very beginning of year five. Yes. Where oh, because I went to a water park. No, I went to a water park. Then there's that, and then angry, and that's it. That's all of your five. I also forgot one of my favorite moments, sorry, in year four, is the bathroom with a Myrtle. Oh, yes. Oh. yes. In the bathroom, we had the ballet dance. Like, yes. I loved And then when we did it again, and we, we got the bubble guns. Listen, fuck the bubble guns. the bubble guns. the bubble guns. I vote no on bubble guns. Oh, like, that was, it was so they fun. They were fun, but they well, were also pain in the ass. Did we not have this the first time? No, we didn't. No. We definitely did not have them. I wasn't in that scene. I was, right. ma- I was mad about the bubble guns, though, because they didn't always work, and it always seemed to be mine that didn't work. And I was like, fucking course it's mine. I did hold the bubble it gun. It makes sense to Hannah's not to wear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just loved the ballet moment. I mean, we wanted and then, bubbles, like, Myrtle course. was hilarious. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yes. I don't know. Well, Sorry. also, just... Haley Joyce as Myrtle oh, was yeah, my so favorite good. thing ever. <laughs> Uh, you can so imagine. You don't I can even, imagine. You don't even need to have seen it because you can imagine can everything imagine. that went down there. Uh, well, and that's if I were Zach Smith being possessed by Myrtle. There's a mirroring aspect <clears throat> to that, similar to like the student who throws glass of white wine in your face, right. whatever, because that's another mirror. So you're six. You're six. Sorry, yeah, Zach Xavier. Smith, obviously. Um, Zach Smith. Xavier. Mine was oh the Zach Smith one, but like I also really liked that like quick snogging scene where we all just come on stage and like act like we're oh, yeah. being yeah. ridiculous mm-hmm. and making mm-hmm. out. I think at some point there was like a threesome happening with in the second one that with the na- with me like with Ernie Mac, Leanne, and the narrator, the narrator the- and I was like <laughs> smacking his oh ass. Gosh. It was great. Yeah. that was fun. Um, I, I I would probably have to go with Zach Smith um, yeah. because yeah. I. 
never even attempted to keep it together. No, which is those perfect. Scenes. Those no. were the scenes where I was like, but like, none of them in the original. Like, it's not Madeline Bundy's on not stage laughing at right, him. It's not right. the character standing on stage, it's yeah, the it's actors. The actors. Yeah. Because I appreciate what he did, but it's a very personal thing to him. The whole 27 dresses thing. That oh, yeah. He yeah. Does. But I remember very specifically going up to you and Andrew and trying to break the two of you. Andrew in particular. And there was one there was one point there was one point where I did make Andrew like snore on stage and I was like, Yay. Oh so I wasn't on stage for that scene, so like I got to hear backstage and I loved it. But Well, and going off stage after that and everyone in the back like cheering me on. Oh yeah. Even that kind of stuff was Um, amazing. My favorite was you talking about the sex dream about Umbridge. Oh my god. That was the other one. Like I think you were Dumbledore in the dream or something, but like she had you tied up. I don't even remember. And this part that I specifically remember was she kept shouting, I will have order. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That was so brilliant. There was another part where, because like, I'm like, this is a great opportunity to make fun of Sarah, who's the easiest person to make fun of in the entire (laughs) world. Because like, I would say things like, um, her bogger is a pair of earmuffs. And the nickname that we all have her is the extendable ear. And then on a car alarm went off. You called her a human car alarm. (laughs) Or like a human ambulance or something. I don't remember which one it was. Human car alarm. So like that opportunity to be able to roast people that yeah, like uh, there's nobody easier um, to roast. One stuff. of my favorite <laughs> moments on stage ever was I think it was the second time we did it during the Zack Smith monologue, the ball, and I had the hula. Oh my god. <laughs> This was one of the greatest things that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. And it was not Leanne. It was Sarah. But it was such a Leanne moment. So, at one point, Joe, who's playing Zach Smith the second time, he was, like, throwing the ball or something, but he, like, accidentally hit it. And so it started to, like, go away. And, like, we all kind of, like, tried to... None of us were going to be able to reach it. So the ball is, like, flying towards the audience. Sarah is holding a hula hoop. And she tries to stop the ball with her hula hoop by sticking it out. And the ball just goes through the hula hoop because it's a hula hoop. That is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. And my reaction was like, oh, I missed it! (laughs) Yes. It was so perfect, Leslie Ann, but really it was just... Oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> so great. And then we all died. <laughs> well, shall we talk about so, yeah, so, so, yeah, so oh. your six happened. Well, um, yeah, oh, so. and real quick, at the end of year six is the story of um Helga. The real story. Yeah, yes, the real story. Helga. Like, yes. and like, hey, like, well, yes. Oh, I said, I said, I'll get another moment where I was on stage and we haven't let me. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just, I was, I mean, I got to be Xavier, but like, that was like the introduction of Xavier. Just the beginning of her being a terrible wizard. The 80s flashback. The fucking 80s flashback and everything. Wow, tattoo. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) And uh, we got to hear the rest of the story of the puffs. Because remember, they didn't get to hear it all. So Wayne's like, hold on, Asio book. Also, mm-hmm. I love that the whole story there is essentially the Sorting Hat's new song. Yeah. In book five. It is. Like, it, is it literally yeah. says in there that Helga was like, I'll take the rest of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And then you're seven. Ugh. R.I.P. to most people. I die. Everybody All of us died, except, except for me. You. 
I really love, and again, not to be like biased, but I just really love Leanne's battle. battle. Well, her well, speech, my speech to be like, like this is the entire heart of the show. It like, is, and honestly, that moment of all of us coming together in that where Leanne just is like, and we, you know, we may never figure out how that hat talks, and like seeing the characters who come forward first, who are actually Hannah and Jay Finch. If you were to be like, these are the biggest rejects of the pups. Yeah, yeah. it was. You know, also, why is Jay Finch there? Because he probably would die anyway, but he doesn't. Oh, anyway, look so. at that. The biggest rejects of the puff made a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, or at least that's how they perceive themselves, you know? Like, yeah. the order in which those go in is interesting to me. Yeah, I think Leanne's big speech is absolutely, like, the heart of the show. Mm-hmm. And then that was the thing, because I was not shocked when Wayne died when I first saw it the first time. I was sad, but I was not shocked. I'm like, oh, okay. Then I was pissed that he didn't come back to life like Harry does, but right, of course right, right. Harry has reasons. But Leanne's death was like, a, oh my, Shocking. we were all just like, Leanne's yay, death Leanne. But also yeah. Jay Finch's death is really sad too because oh, he's yes. saving his friends. Yes. yes, and I mean, I even think of like the Mac, like when I rewatched it and the Mac and Finch moment, it's like so cute. It's so and, cute. Yeah. There's so many heartfelt moments in year seven. Which is why we needed to have the Bippy moment or else we were just going to cry. Who the fuck was that? Who the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then yeah. getting Bippy. getting to bring Xavier back to be like, it's okay to not be evil and it's actually okay to not be that great at magic when you have your family. Yay. I love it. Wayne's death scene. Specifically the scene with Andrew, the train station, King's Cross, doing that whole the white room scene. I absolutely love that whole scene. Andrew had me in tears doing that scene mm-hmm. it uh, was every single time. It's great. Everyone but. was great. What about you? Mac and Finch. Mac and Finch is pretty yeah. fucking great. It was just fun. It's a fun one, guys. It's um, a fun one. It I'm is that... like one of those ones that I really look back at fondly at, you know. Good times. Always. To finish off our seven years of basic snitches, not to say that we won't have episodes after the seventh year. <laughs> seventh season, anyway. Yeah. Years. We should do it ourselves. Pops First, is a two-man show? The, yeah. No, like, the basic snitches should do, just do it just and, like, pops. choose people who are the four of us. Like, oh, watch. did you like a reading of it? Oh, that would be yeah, fun. Yeah, like uh, see, I was thinking, like, let's actually rent out, like, I don't know, like, a community room and, like, do it. But, like, imagine, like, Roxana as, like, Harry and Myrtle yeah. and all of them. And, like, make it just be... Or Megan. Yeah. And make it all, like, basic snitches, people. I'm sure we have the... We could do that. People. TBD, friends. Yay. Ooh, something anyway. maybe to look forward to Yay. for the future. That was a fun episode. Thanks for that was so guys. fun. Thanks for letting us reminisce about yes, well, talk about I, all the fun things. I hope you enjoyed this partial reunion of puffs from yes. a, a long ago. If you haven't watched the recording, it is on Amazon. Come and to my I, house. Let me come know. Come to Adam's house. I think it's also on Broadway HD. It is so on Broadway HD. It's back. Yes, okay. it wasn't for a while. I. I don't know if it's back on Amazon because it okay. was taken off at one point. Oh, I sorry, I purchased it. Yeah, I purchased it years ago. Well, if you somehow haven't gotten enough of Brian and Sarah, they'll be here next week. Yeah, yes, we next week when we were reading chapter sixteen. I keep trying to get them to leave my house, but yeah, they won't. he's really trying. Also, he wants me to leave too. So next week will be chapter sixteen. <laughs> Tara hasn't left here in months. I know chapter sixteen of what? I just um I don't know yet. We'll Godric's Hollow. Yeah, chapter 16 of Godric's Hollow. That's a great book. Bye. Uh, That book doesn't exist. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.
Basic Snitches is recorded and produced by Adam Bowers and Tara Corkery. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to rate us five stars on your listening app of choice and share us with all your other friends who love Harry Potter and getting drunk. Yes. Join our social media pages. Facebook, Instagram. I never update Twitter, but we have that. We do. Also email basicsnitches at gmail.com. We also now have a website, basicsnitches.com. And a Patreon, patreon.com slash basicsnitches. Join today and get exclusive content every week and be acknowledged in every single one of our episodes. Taryn Telegra, dance bitch. I see you new friends who don't make me dance for nothing. Yeah, they ain't gonna come, honey. We out!